0: Welcome to Monday Matters with Holly Cochran. Holly is a wife, mom, coach, and entrepreneur. She wears these and many more hats while running three successful businesses, a gym, online counseling and nutrition program, and commercial cleaning company. She brings a unique perspective to everyday life with her spicy, no-nonsense attitude. Holly helps her clients keep it simple with small tweaks that over time add up to big life changes. With that, let's get on with today's episode. Here's my friend, Holly Cochran, an incredible human you need to be listening to every Monday. Hello, family, friends, and strangers. It's the Monday Matters Podcast, and I'm your host, Holly Cochran. So this, I'm, I'm not exactly totally sure when this is going to be aired on our podcast platform, but I am recording it the day after I have come home from the Saskatchewan Winter Games with a group of high school students. So the Saskatchewan Winter Games is a provincial competition, It was hosted this year in Regina and I was the coach for the Prairie Central weightlifting kids, which meant that I had lifters from this huge portion of the province. Some of them I had never met before were going to be my athletes for three days of weightlifting and I'm home. we've all had a really successful week. Everyone survived. We got to stay in the dorms at the university and we were fed all of our meals. It was very nice to not be having to cook for anybody for a few days and successfully have brought home uh, for the eight. No, I'm sorry. We had 10 athletes there and we brought eight medals home. And the two kids that didn't medal, it was their very first lifting competition. And I could not have been more proud of how brave they were to walk out there. If you don't know what a weightlifting competition feels like, it looks like it would be very intimidating. You walk out onto this platform, you all by yourself with something that is heavy for you to lift and you successfully lift it, hopefully successfully lift it while three judges um, assess your form and technique And then the success of the lift. Everybody did amazing. I'm so proud of our team. But what I was thinking about as I was coming home and reflecting as I do on the last few days and the lessons that I learned over them, this was not my first rodeo. I have taken kids for overnight trips, for week-long trips. I've taken them camping. I've taken kids on their first airplane rides. I have taken kids... A lot on different kinds of excursions, and I always learn something either about myself or about my mentorship role or about kids. And as I was reflecting and and watching other people interact with their kids and their, you know, different part, like we were all color coded, and so my kids were always wearing the gray hoodies, and there was red hoodies and blue hoodies and bright yellow hoodies and green hoodies. And you could see the teams very distinctly amongst the crowd. And as I was watching other people, I always want to see, you know, what what works? What's working? What makes these kids have a good time and engage and feel like they are a part of something? And then I got to thinking about some of the rules And so today I'm going to talk to you just a little bit about my philosophy. This is not scientific research today, okay? Strictly my opinion about kids and rules. And I'm going to start talking about kids because let's go like with those really significantly younger than what I was dealing with. The five, six, seven, those age groups of kids, well, even two, threes, and fours, Younger kids need more rules. I think that seems like it would make a lot of sense. And with those rules, they still need to be very clearly defined so that kids understand and understand the why. I don't know about you, but I for sure really hate following the rules that don't make any sense to me whatsoever. And in fact, I've been known to break a few rules that make no sense. So I, because I know that's what I'm like, And I'm all up for following rules that, you know, create order and structure and make a lot of sense and follow my two basic rules in life, which I'm going to get to. If it doesn't fall into one of those two basic rules of life, then I don't know why we're having that rule. Sometimes people just like to make up rules. I saw that happening this past week a lot. I saw people that had to make up extra rules more than more that were already in the handbook. I think part of it is just because they feel like if there's rules, there'll be structure. If there's structure, there'll be, you know, safety or something. And safety is important. It is one of my foundations, but I don't know that we need a whole list as long as our arm in order to create safe environments. Sometimes we don't need as many rules as we create, more we need a foundation and a philosophy on life. And the rules just fall into place when you are leading with these sort of two basics that I'm going to talk about. So this doesn't work. I've tried it. It doesn't work as well with the little guys, mostly because they don't have the maturity and the brain power just yet to understand what I'm saying. But definitely by the time... I'm working with teenagers, which is my very favorite population of humans to be working with, they get this. And if they don't get it, it's time for them to get it. So I really love working with them on it. And the two foundations, the two, the only two rules I think teenagers need to have is that we need to be creating and instilling a safe environment, so safety, for ourselves and for everyone else. And the other one is respect. We need a respectful environment, a respectful space, and a re- respectful interactions with ourselves and with everybody else. And literally, I have yet to find a rule that doesn't fit into one of those two groups. It's either for safety or it is for respect. And so if we are creating a safe and respectful environment, we don't need to have a huge, big, long list. And most teenagers are just thriving or dying for some autonomy and to be able to make some decisions. And if they're not wanting to be making some decisions on their own and being a little bit in charge of themselves, then it's okay for us to teach them how to be doing that and to be encouraging them to make some decisions for themselves. So let me give you a few examples. The Saskatchewan Winter Games put in the handbook that all the kids needed to be in their rooms by 11 o'clock. That hits both those rules. The next day, all of these kids are participating in sports. Some of them were doing target shooting. Some of them were going to throw heavy barbells around. Some of them were putting on really sharp skates. It makes sense for everyone's safety For kids to be getting a pretty decent amount of sleep. So in their dorms by 11 makes total sense. It's also respectful. There were athletes that were going for provincial records this past weekend. There were athletes who were trying something new for the very first time. And they were super nervous. And it was just respectful for us to be quiet and in our rooms for ourselves and for everybody else by 11 o'clock. So that was a rule and it fell nicely into those two categories. Now there were other managers and coaches that decided that they were going to take all the kids' cell phones away from them at nine o'clock so that they couldn't be on their phones after 9 p.m. and uh, they were going to hand in their phones. My team heard this and they're like, are you going to take our phone away at nine o'clock? And my brain started thinking like, oh my gosh, should I be taking your phones away from you at nine o'clock? Like I had no intentions, especially since you're still running around all over the school at nine o'clock. Like you, they weren't in bed. I needed to be able to message them all and tell them to get back where they were supposed to be and needed to be able to allow them the opportunity to say, hey, I am not okay over in whatever part of the university they were at. And if they couldn't get a hold of me, After nine o'clock, but yet they could still roam around. It didn't really make sense to me. So I said to these kids, "Um, no, I'm not taking your cell phone away from you at nine o'clock. But if you are on it all night long and you suck tomorrow at weightlifting because you're overtired and you don't do well, that's going to be on you. So make good choices. That's what this week's about. Making the kind of choices that shows the kind of athlete you are, want to be, and the goals that you are about to achieve. So I gave my whole little speech about, you know, making good choices and then owning them, whatever those choices are. And I don't know that I had anybody with major issues. I never had a kid late for breakfast. We didn't, we had seven o'clock weigh-ins and everybody was there. I never had to wake anybody up, 10 athletes. I never woke up a kid. And they had their phones all night. So I don't know that I needed to instill an extra rule. Because the be in your room at 11 rule checked the boxes as far as I was concerned. And we didn't need to go anywhere else. I told my kids, this is the rules you need to follow. You need to be safe. You need to be creating safe spaces. And you need to be respectful. And I gave them my whole spiel about safety and respect. My other example that I was chuckling about as I was coming home thinking about these guys and the the moments that we had had was there was these areas in the, in the university that they called like the activity center. So one was, you know, this, the rainbow pit is what it's called at the university. And in there they had like that corn bag toss game and like, giant sized beer pong with these huge red solo cups. There was no beer. There was no beer, but those red solo cups, but like on the massive oversized size with a great big ping pong ball that was like the size of a basketball. So all these games were set out on the floor. And some of the kids from the other teams were taking it a little bit extreme. Like imagine um, beer pong meets CrossFit, you know, just a little over the top. So anyway, they had the, they were holding these sippy cups in front of their faces and then winging the balls or the, or the beanbags as fast as they could at each other and seeing if they could take one to the head (laughs) and, and they weren't from my team. They were wearing all different color hoodies. Nobody was in gray. But I walk up and I'm kind of watching these kids do this and they're not my responsibility and nobody seems to be getting like seriously hurt just yet. So I'm just watching it go on. And one of my kids who's sitting there in a gray hoodie looks at me and he's like, pretty sure it's breaking your safety and respect rule. what do you think, miss? And I started killing myself laughing because, yeah, really, it was breaking all of the rules. We don't have to write down, please don't put the beer pong cup in front of your face and wing people at it. We don't need to make that rule for kids. We need to teach them to be safe. We need to teach them to be respectful of themselves and of others and all the other things are gonna fall into line. So one of the that's my reflection on my time. There was many reflections, but this is one of my reflections on my time spent this past week with some of the most awesome kids in our province was that I didn't need to overmother them and I didn't need to, you know, create all these boundaries and extra rules and you know, safety and respect. I needed to teach them to make sure that they were following those two major foundations and everything else was going to go really well. And it went really well. There will always be an exception to the rule. I would truly believe that about rules is maybe there's an exception to it. And there might be other times when I'm going to say, no, we got to have a few more boundaries in place. Your definition of safety and respect in mind are not the same. And so I'm going to establish a few more boundaries. I see that being a potential someday. Thankfully, this past weekend with these kids was not like that. It was a great week. But if you ever have to go and do an overnight camping trip or excursion with a bunch of teenagers, or even if you are starting to raise a few teenagers of your own. Remember, we never like to be, you know, bound by thousands and thousands of rules. Nobody does. I certainly don't. I like structure. I like understanding some boundaries, but a bunch of rules. Hmm, I don't need, I don't need a bunch of rules. I'm just going to follow the basic foundations in life. Be safe and be respectful and everything else falls into place. So that's my reflection. That's what I wanted to share with you for today. If you are raising teenagers, hats off to you. There is no manual that comes with these humans. They're all different. They're all wonderful. I had a great time and I hope you sign up to do something very similar because it brings out their best character. Hanging out with teenagers outside of the walls of a high school is the best place to get to know them. So if you ever get the opportunity, jump at it. Have a great day, everybody. Thanks for listening to Monday Matters with Holly Cochran. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to Monday Matters, leave her a review, and share this episode on your social media. Should you have any questions about what you listen to or want more info, reach out and send her a message at K2HealthWithHolly on Instagram and Facebook. She loves hearing from her listeners. See you next time.